When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Salon Sleuths. We hope you enjoy this podcast. We're here to investigate everything that could possibly be talked about in a salon with real clients, with real stories. If you like us, be sure to subscribe. Okay, this is a crazy story, but it's super important because this could happen to anybody who is online dating. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Okay, so I had tried uh, Match.com and um, didn't have a whole lot of success and somebody told me about the website um, PlentyOfFish.com. So I jumped on there and uh, put up a profile and I had gotten a lot of um, interest but it was like if I put um, that I liked fishing, I got all these people that were like hunters and woodsmen and um, so I was getting a lot of extremes. Okay, wait, let's step back for one second because <laughs> Katrina is the type that will send you a Christmas card with her and a big fish on the front. So she was really into that kind of stuff. Yes. But maybe she didn't want a full-time no. person like that. No. I mean, it's different to be like occasional fishing, but right. to have a career fisherman right. or hunter or whatever is a little different. Right. Okay. To live in the woods. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember getting a few of those. I don't even really remember much other than he struck up a conversation. We started talking uh, online. He seemed great. Um, He had a horse. He worked at a a ranch. No, he said he owned one? I believe he said he owned one and he was working at a ranch. Um, I'm trying to think. we started talking online and then we uh, started talking on the phone and he, there were red flags right away, right away that I kind of ignored because I just kind of figured that maybe I was being picky. And you thought they were red flags? A little weird, like there were gaps in his time frame. Um, He had said that he was in the hospital for years. Um, with some sort of brain trauma. Like a rehab. Didn't he say he had cancer? Like a, I think it was brain tumor. Okay. Um, Years. Yeah. And In a uh, rehab facility. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we, we talked. Um, and he talked to you about his kids? I can't remember if he we, said he had kids or not. It did because later... Oh, that's right. Because okay. he had been married before. Um, How many times? I want to say twice before. What happened to his first wife? His first wife, I believe, she committed suicide? Yeah. Yeah. 
She committed suicide, his first wife. This is a very important part here. And she's acting like it's not, but it's a crucial, like, thing. I okay. about all of this. Okay. I don't. I, this was so traumatic for me. <laughs> it was traumatic for me, which is why. I'm, You're blocking it I'm out. Blocking okay. blocking it out. Uh, so we went on a couple of dates, and um, it was kind of weird because... He, like, one, one red flag that I kind of saw but chose to ignore was he had a duffel bag wherever he went, um, and it just had a bunch of stuff in it. Um, like duct tape and yeah. <laughs> gloves? Uh, or just, like, clothes and, like... Just clothes and just miscellaneous stuff. Like anything, everything he owned? Yes, kind of, okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time I didn't realize that, but yes. Okay. Um... We never went to the ranch where he was working and living. Um, he would send me pictures of it, but we never went there. Um, How many dates would you say that you actually went out and did something? I would say probably, I don't know, maybe five or less. Okay. Um, we went to dinner. We went for a trail ride. We had a really nice trail ride. Um, Which he came to your house and you planned out the trail ride yes. the day before. Yes. And then he came to the barn where I keep my horse, and um, he had a horse with him and a trailer, and we did have an incident where my horse did fall in the trailer. Um, and do you remember what I said about that? No. You said, I don't think um, my horse is used to the way he's driving. And I said, he doesn't know how to drive a oh, trailer. yes, yes, yes. Because anybody who would know, the horse wouldn't have fallen down. Yes, exactly, because okay. she's, yes. Horses just stand, yes. and they know what to do. They yes. just, you know, they might lean a little, but if you, yeah. okay, let's just make that very clear. They yes. got to the where they were going, and her horse was basically hanging in the back of the horse trailer. Yes, by the lead rope. Oh, anyway. So we kind of, she was fine. She had some cuts and, and bruises, but she was fine, and we went on the trail ride. We had a good time. So at this point, he had met people at the barn. He had been to the barn. He had been in my house. Okay, wait a minute. Let's step back. You were in the in that car or the tr the truck that he had with the duffel bag. He needed his heart medicine. No, that was later. Okay, sorry. That's right. I was going to get to that. I thought that was on that trip. No. Okay, sorry. So it was after the trail ride, and he did say he needed his medicine. Not that same trip, though. No. Okay, let's just let's just go forward. Like, okay, you went on the trail ride. Then you went to your barn. He's met your people. Yep. He's okay. been to the neighborhood. He's been to my house. I want to say he's been in your house because yes. you did the the mapping out. And yes. Go ahead. And so this was it was after the trail ride. I think that we had come back to the house, changed our clothes, and. We're hanging out, getting maybe we're getting ready for dinner, and he had said he needed his medication, so I went through his duffel bag and got his medication and noticed on the prescription that it uh, was a different name than what he had given me, only in the sense of... The middle name. The first name was kind of a... Um, wasn't his full name, and then the middle name was different. Um, and what did he, he gave you an excuse for that. Yes, he did. He said I, it was his son's name. Oh, that's weird. That's my son's name. So and, that's, you, and then you were like, oh. He's like, oh, I might have just, just told you, like, 
because his middle name was different. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. That's okay. right. Uh, this I, is all fresh in my head. I I've told this story so many times that protect people. Like, okay. And I don't know what the prescription was. I don't know, but I remember thinking it was a weird prescription, and I don't know if I looked it up or not. Um, and there were a couple of different things. Like, he would disappear for periods of time that I couldn't get a hold of him. Um, I would see, like, um, women texting on his phone. Um, and he kind of, he had excuses for everything. What about the the mule he was selling, and then got really angry? Oh my God, you remember way more about this. I don't remember that at all. So you had a dinner date, and you were going out to dinner, and he kept calling and postponing oh, yes, it because he was selling. Yes, the, okay. Yes, because he was selling the mule. Oh my God. Yes. How do you remember all of this? Because it was such a, like oh a God. crazy story. So, yes, yeah, so he, that was with the time where he just would disappear, and I kept calling him because we were supposed to meet for dinner, and he was allegedly selling this mule, and things weren't really adding up. There was a lot of weird behavior. Um, I ended up... But he got really irate at you about yes, that because yes, we got in a huge he's fight. like, we need... Like, if you're going to be with me, things like this are going to happen. Yes, yes. And that was like... I mean, as you were telling me this story, that was just many of one red flags. Oh, yes. And I will stop you. Like, like okay, the first one was the whole, um, well, first of all, he's too perfect. Like, he matched everything that you had put on your profile. Yes. And uh, including the horse thing yes. and owning a ranch and, well, like, all and of this stuff. Do you remember that he told me that he was a WWF wrestler? No, I don't remember that part. I want to say he told me he was in wrestling, and I, because I Googled him, or something. Yes. And I, in front of him, by the way. Right, in front of him, and I couldn't find it. With um, his which, nickname. So yes. his nickname was Bobby. Right. So she Googled Bobby, and then his middle name, and then his last name, and nothing came up. No, nothing, like nothing yeah. at all. Nothing. <laughs> right. So after I'm talking to her, and there was multiple red flags, I said, what's his phone number? It has to be attached to his horse ranch. Right. Then we can, like, check it out. Like, let's just see how much this guy's worth. Let's see who this is. And nothing comes up with his phone number. Like, nothing. Like, you know, if you Google my phone number, one of my salons are going to pop up. Probably the clothing closet. You know, all these different things will pop up on it. He had nothing. I mean, maybe you would. I don't know. Have you ever looked up your phone number? I haven't, but I've looked at my name, and everything comes up. Right. There everything. was something. Well, if you Google the right name, right. some things come up, right? Okay, so, so we're wait, sitting here yeah. getting our nails done, right? Yeah. And, and wait, I need to go back to the story of the when the whole mule thing because he got very, very, very mad at you. Oh yeah, we were screaming at each other, and he was like, like you were almost a little freaked out. Yes, yeah, so I was a lot freaked out because yeah. we were we were having a big drag it just it was a big fight. like in your face like he yes. was looked like he could do something kind of or not that part like I don't know if I if just I intimidated felt that, but just intimidating and just I mean just a big screaming match okay anything else to the other the the backstory to all what's about to happen no we're not missing anything because I don't really I mean I remember a lot of it you but remember there's way more. more than I do <laughs> okay so then so then uh we're sitting here getting our nails done, right over there. And, and uh, she was in La La Land. She was super happy. 
and she met the man of her dreams and he she came in glowing and so happy and I didn't want to ruin that for her but I was concerned for her <laughs> after she's telling me these stories and everything just felt really weird as she's telling me the story oh we should probably add before we get to this Kay. point that I had um, I had, had had brought up the red flags to my family and friends. Yeah. To all of my family and friends. And every single one of them had said that I was being judgmental and that I needed to quit picking people apart and I would never be with somebody if I didn't accept people for who they were. And I should just stop picking picking his life apart. So Okay. So, so I did have those red flags, and I let people talk me out of having those. Well, flags. and I can understand that because you've been in situations in the before where you've trusted when you probably shouldn't have. I mean, everybody has, but when like stories don't match up, and when people get super irate about something that wasn't that big a deal, basically he postponed it. He came over at like at nine o'clock at night to take her to dinner, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I can't go now. Like you should have just rescheduled." And he blew up at her. Given at that time you were going to work at what time? Oh boy, I was up at like four, four thirty in the morning. Right. So going to dinner, dinner at nine, you should be in bed at nine. Right. Like so, for him to not being understanding about the situation, where you just said next time just reschedule. Yeah. Okay. So he was. I mean, that was one big thing. Plus the 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 name on the medicine didn't match. That's kind of weird. And then he Thought blows he it. Couldn't Google him and couldn't find him. Right. And then like the whole. And then like, he had uh, been in the hospital for years. For years. Tumor. Right. And um, there was another one that was, uh, there was a couple of things. Anyway, there, it just felt a little weird. He sounded way too perfect for to her profile and his profile. Like, at least that. Uh, forget all the other weird stuff that had happened. But he just, like, he, it was like he matched your profile. Which he did, probably, on yeah. purpose. That's what okay. predators do. Right? Yes, totally. So he tells, you know, you're telling me the story. And I'm like, okay, let's look up his phone number. Nothing. Well, let's look up his name. You said I did. We looked it up together. I go, let me look it up. I said, oh, you said Bobby. And I said, oh, Robert. You're like, oh, like you looked at me like, oh, hmm. I didn't even think about that. Right. So I looked that up and I'm staring at my phone and I turn it to you and I said, is this this picture? And you said. And I thought, excuse me, I thought it was. You know, at um, like the MDA telethon where you like put yourself in jail and then you try to get people to donate money to get out. That's what I thought that website okay, first was. First of all, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and second of all, it was a mugshot. Let's just make that very clear. And it was a recent mugshot. Yes. Um, it was a mugshot that you would get when you get out of prison. Yes. And so I said, is this of him? I said, okay, well, this is a mugshot. And, and I, like her face, like all the drain, the blood drained out of her body. I don't know where it went because it didn't go anywhere else in your body or leave. It was just not there anymore. I was. I can remember that feeling distinctly. Yeah. And so then I immediately called Clackamas County Sheriff's and I handed her my phone and I jokingly said, haha, just make sure, let's just see if you need to be fearful for your life. Right. Okay, then you go, what did they say? So I want to say that I talked to Clackamas County, I talked to Multnomah County. Um, it took me a long time to find somebody that would give me information, but basically this guy had a rap sheet a mile long. He had been arrested for strangulation. That was what he went to prison for yes. and just gotten out yes. for strangling his second wife, 
which by the way he said while he was in treatment was very nice to him her and her new husband would come and take care of him do you remember the story no i don't so that i remember you telling me that story about how he was really close to his ex-wife and her new husband and how they were so supportive during his cancer treatment for years in this rehab place or whatever and i was like that's okay well whatever but he was actually all those years not recovering from cancer no he, he was, was in, in prison jail. prison not jail he was prison. in prison for years because he tried to strangle his second wife but remember his, his first, first wife, wife committed suicide i think fell down the stairs or something yeah know. right or got put i don't know yeah. anyway anyway so he was <clears throat> on his rap sheet he had domestic menacing he had strangulation he had a DUI, I believe. A couple DUIs. He had stolen a trailer. He had um, written bad checks. He had stolen money. He had just, I mean, he had a rap sheet a mile long. Yeah. But, I mean, I want to concentrate more like on the strangulation <laughs> part because... This was over, like, several uh, counties, too, right? Well, okay, because some... So he strangled her. Then he fled. Yeah. And so there were arrests in the in different counties. In different counties. It was yeah. all on that same day, but he that day was a bad day for him and that girl. <laughs> I guess was his ex wife. Um, it was his ex wife, wasn't it? I think Isn't that so. what they told you? I think so. so. Yeah. So I think that day he had multiple charges, even though it was like one continuous act that he did. Um, but that's what he ultimately went to prison for. So then on the phone they tell you this, and you go what? What? Do you remember what you said I don't to me? I remember what I said. <laughs> you got off the phone and you said, do you have a garbage can? I'm going to throw up. Oh <laughs> Meanwhile, this appointment for her nails is now in like going over her hour oh, yeah, that we allotted like for. And, a half. and, and my poor, poor client who was waiting after her was super sweet, um, was waiting and she wanted to hear the story apparently because she didn't want to reschedule her story right, or right. her appointment. So she she, can, hung out she waited. And was this was like an evening appointment. Yep, it was about 8.30 yeah. at night. Right. So, and I remember going home. Okay, wait, but then I made you call the, 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 the city that you live in. Well, that, yeah, yeah, I talked to the, to the Tiger PD, but I talked to them at home. No, I th you called them here and you said, what should I do? And and you and they said don't let him know that you know anything. I thought that was at home. No, because we called it was here. You might have um, called again, maybe. But, but they did. They they told me. Um, so Tiger PD was the only one that would actually talk to me, and they gave me information like um, the cars that ha were associated with his name, addresses that were. Associated okay, so that with might have name. happened at home, but here. Yeah. You said what should I do? And they said don't let him know that you know, and it no. kind of blow him up. So yes. I don't know that conversation. Okay. So you probably had that one at home. So go so on with that did. one because I didn't hear that one. They did tell me just to, to not tell him that I knew, <clears throat> but just to, to gently stop the conversation and any communication. Um, so I went home that night and I talked to Tiger PD for a long time and they had, like I said, given me all the information about cars that were associated with him, addresses that were associated with him. They said he was homeless, which is why, okay, he carries the duffel bag around. And he was probably he a horse hand. Yes, but he was living in his car. But that's how he had access to the horse and trailer. He had borrowed it yes. from wherever he might have been working. Yes. And why he didn't know how to drive a trailer. Yes. And they told me 
that I needed to tell all my neighbors to watch out for him and that I needed to tell my family and friends and barn owner that to watch out for him. And so I had to make those calls, which was humiliating. Um, and and they, they sat on the phone with me for a really long time. Well, the next day he called me, I want to say, and I didn't answer the phone. And I texted him and I just kind of blew him off and said, oh, my uncle's really sick and um, I need to... But I he had known that because right. you had already told... So yes. that was like a true story. Yes. It was just now more important to be with your uncle. <laughs> yes. And then he kept texting and calling and texting and calling and texting and calling. I mean, literally like over and over and over and over and over again. And I just kept saying things like, I need to spend time with my family. I'm sorry, I, you know, I have to concentrate on my uncle. Um, I'm, you know, I just, I need to have some time. And is he taking it well or is he being mad about it? No, or? he was mad. He was, um, I, I, I wanna say he might've uh, been swearing. <laughs> I wanna say he might've been yelling. Uh, but I never talked to him. I just, I, I let all his calls go to voicemail and I just had the conversation via text. Um, and so that went on probably for a good four hours. Um, and while I was at work. For continuous hours yes, or, okay. Continuous hours. Um, I had, since I lived alone, I had my um, sister's partner come stay with me and um, she, we like, she parked down the street so there wouldn't be a car in the driveway. Um, we zip-tied all the gates on the outside of the house. Uh, we had bats at every entrance. Like we were well prepared for him to actually come and try and talk to me because I figured that he wasn't gonna just give that up so easily. But um, strangely enough and oddly enough, he stopped calling after that. Like it just was one day. Yeah, but do you remember what happened like in your like what was happening at your house around that time because i remember Boy, you remember way more about this than i do your garage door oh yes was randomly going up at weird times and different times of the day like yes and whether that was related or not it just seemed to be a huge coincidence and then she replaced her whole garage door i did instead of like rekeying it <laughs> i did because it would randomly go up in the middle of the day and, and you'd come home and it'd be open or yeah. like there like were you home when it ever went up? Yeah, sometimes it would go up when I was home, um, but mostly it would happen when I was at home and my neighbors would call me and say, Hey, your garage door's up and you know, they would call And it never happened me. before that. No. That's kinda weird. Yes. I mean who knows? It could just be a weird thing. Could be related. But I never heard from him again. Although I will tell you that uh I want to say maybe a year ago-ish, uh, I got a call in the middle of the night at my house, not on my cell phone, but at the house. It was a man, Rob answered the phone, and it was a man asking for me, and he said his name was Mike. Well, I don't know any Mikes. <clears throat> Your friend that's in the wheelchair, isn't he a Mike? Yes, he is a Mike, <laughs> but, but, he's, but he doesn't have my number. I mean, he, there's no way that he would. Okay. It's weird that you remember that. Uh, <laughs> and when I we've been friends for a very long time. When I passed my phone, when when Rob gave me the phone, whoever it was, I said hello and they hung up. Ew! What is that? I don't know. So that what was, was the ex-boyfriend from long, long time ago? Okay. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, so, which is weird because I do believe the middle name he gave you was Michael. Remember? Because it was M, because it was Robert M. Yeah, and you're, and you're like, oh, that's, and he's like, oh, I must have given you my son's middle name. I forgot all of that stuff. I can't believe that you remember all of that. Seriously, that was a big deal. It was huge. I was terrified, terrified. Like, okay, so when you're online dating, and there are these, like, red flags. Follow them. Right, like, somebody, I was just listening to a podcast, and she was really highly recommending this book called The Gift of Fear. And she's like, everybody needs to read it like 20,000 times. I have no idea. I just um, heard the podcast yesterday, so I actually need to go and get that book. But I feel like that's, if it has to do with the, the title of the book, you needed to follow that way early oh, yeah. on. And if you were already like telling your family about it and these red flags, you already knew. Oh, yeah. You're just kind of looking for validation. Yes. And I get part of it is you've been burned in the past and you're trying to protect yourself and all of that. That's all totally valid. But there's a difference, right? Like yeah. you already knew that there was something terribly wrong. I totally wrong. knew that there was something wrong. I just, everybody made me feel like I was being really um, judgmental. Right, overreacting or scared I, or whatever. That's why I've been single for so long was because I'm just so judgmental and I, you know. Well, I truly, like, okay, let's think about what he was going to do. He was going to move into your house right away. Yeah. I mean, he thought you were an easy target. What he didn't know is, like, how incredibly... Um, Smart my friends were. <laughs> well, <laughs> how you don't need somebody. Right. Right? Like, you really wanted somebody in your life. But financially, you owned your own house, you had a great job, you have your own, you know, retirement, like everything. They, like, and it's hard for a man to date somebody who doesn't, is need, not needed. Right. And so I think that's probably what some of your struggle was in, in the beginning to, when you were dating anyway, is because men probably need to feel like they can, can take care of you. I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but um, you were so, so self-sufficient. Yes that um, it would have had it been the right person, which you found. It did. It was great. It did. It was afterwards, right? It so was. He, it was probably, I want to say maybe a year, maybe like a year, year and a half after that because I had I had not dated like at all before. Yeah, I, how did you meet your husband? Um, so I met my husband, so long story. The lady that owned the barn that I used to keep my heart, my horse at, um, she used to be his boss at uh, the Port of Portland, and um, one of the guys who had his horse at the barn used to, um, or yeah, used to also work at the Port of Portland, and they all three worked together, and um, his. The, the guy who boarded his horse, <clears throat> his wife couldn't come to the Christmas party, and so he brought my husband instead, and we met there. Well, who brought you? Oh, I went just by myself, because I had my horse there. Oh, okay. It was a barn Christmas party. I thought it was a Port of Portland party. No, it was a barn okay. Christmas party. So we met, and the funny thing is, is that we were in the same industry, but we had never crossed paths. It was probably just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah, and he's really nice. Do you remember what I wrote in your wedding book? 
Did you ever read your own? Uh, yeah, I did. I'm trying to remember because it was something really nice. <laughs> I'm glad I saved your life and I'm oh, here I'm today. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you did. You I did. did. You saved I my did. life. I did. You were going to be the third wife that was killed mysteriously, like more like a suicide. Right. I would like to know what that first wife's name was because... I know, and didn't we... T how, did, what, how did the stairs all come about? Because there was something about the fact that she had fallen down the stairs. Maybe she didn't commit suicide, but she had an accident. Because I remember there were stairs. I remember there were issues with, did she really fall well, down the stairs or did she get pushed down the stairs? I thought it was suicide. I thought she had died by suicide. But I kind of remember there being stairs, but I've seen so many, like, datelines and stuff. Unless like committed suicide and the second wife fell down the stairs? Uh, we have to do a little research, I guess. But last time I Googled his name, um, he had gotten in trouble again for yes. sealing checks or something. Yes, and he was in, um, oh, like the Bend, Medford area. Yeah. Whew. All right. That was a great story. That, I can't believe that you, all the things that you remember that I don't remember. Maybe you just blocked it out because that was... It was traumatic. He had been in my house. I don't know that he had been alone in my house, but I he had been in my house. He had been at my barn. He had, you know... He knew everything. He knew everything. He had your garage door opener. Well, yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, I wonder where he's at now. I think we should Google him. I think... So let's just tell our listeners that when you're online dating or just dating or not even dating, like just in general with people, like really, you know, do your research. Don't be so trusting, but also don't be paranoid. You know, I don't know. I just think if there's a red flag, you need to follow, follow your instincts. It. And Google, 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 <laughs> Google. Do whatever it is. I mean, maybe I'm the only person... I, there's check. no way I'm the only person that like whenever like something comes up I like do a little search no you should you should research you should do background checks on these people I mean they do that for a job why not do it for uh, a date but do a background check or um, do a, um, a mugshot check <laughs> okay so there is a line in a movie um, that movie clueless from the 90s do you remember that movie yeah yep. and there's a line in it and She's basically saying that um, she is going to be a virgin until she gets married. Um, and she says to the person, um, you know how picky I am about my shoes and they only go on my feet. So be picky with the people you spend your time with, right? Like yes. if you're going to have an intimate relationship with somebody, make sure you know them and that you actually like them and that they're a good person yes. before you let them into not only your life, but like into your space, like you know yes. your space. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. you know what I mean. Yes. Um, I just you just have to be super careful because this day and age, like, well now you could be boys, anybody. Seven years later, it could have been a whole lot more dangerous, right? Right now, because people are just, I mean, people are crazy. People. Are, they can be anybody. I could right now just tell you I was, I don't know, I don't know what I could tell you because I'm not that smart, but, um, you know, I can make up a whole another occupation, give you a full another name, and. If you didn't know me, you might just believe that. Right. Um, that's really scary. Anyway. Thank you for saving my life. You're welcome.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.